to your cars, please. All drivers to your cars. Hey everybody, welcome to the Underrated Podcast. This is a brand new podcast where we discuss films that we think are underrated, uh, underappreciated, or even ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. This show is a new collaboration called The Undercast Company, comprised of podcasters Alan and Fred Torres. Who's good? Ariel and Sergio Ortiz. Say hi, guys, for the audio. Hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> and I am Derek McDuff, and yeah, together we're The Undercast Company. Today we're going to be talking about Speed Racer, a 2008 film directed by the Wachowskis based on the manga and the anime. Yeah. The film stars Emil Hirsch, Christina Ricci, Matthew Fox, John Goodman, and Susan Sarandon. It received poor reviews with only a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and was a box office bomb, only earning only $94 million worldwide against a $120 million budget plus marketing. So, guys, uh, let's get into it. Um, talk about this movie. Um, what, what, let's talk about the, what happened in the movie first, what uh, the plot was. Oh, basically, if you know of, uh, was it, Maka Gogo or Speed Racer, um, it's basically about this this kid or young adult that's... He's 18 years old, yeah. 18 years old, okay. Yeah, that he's a speed, he's a, what is that? He's a, he's a race, race car, car driver. driver. Yeah. He's a speed racer. Yeah, he's a speed racer. racer. And that's the thing, that's the thing about this movie, it's very, like, yeah, it's a movie about a racing family... With the main character called Speed Racer. Well, because the thing Speed Racer comes from the cartoon Speed Racer, which is an anime, and that's why it's so eccentric. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. we're here, but we'll get Let's into talk that. About anime. Um, yeah, it's kind of about his racing trials and tribulations. From and, the bottom to the top. Yeah, and you you know about him dealing, you know, his family's troubles. And you, you find out early on in the first scene with this cool montage that his brother had died. And um, literally drives him to race. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. We did it, boys. Done. <laughs> That's it. We're done. And thank you, guys. We've been... No. Uh, and uh, it's kind of just about him fighting all this kind of corporate corruption and finding out, you know, fighting it, for the real racing against, you know, the kind of fixers and all this stuff and the all dark the shady underworld. Of, yeah. Um, of That everyone knows of in racing that there's these dark secrets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, what did you guys think of that movie? So do you want to start first? I'll, okay, I'll start. I'll say that I honestly, this is one of my favorite movies. I think this movie is a fucking masterpiece. I think it is, you know, that's the one reason why starting this podcast, it was like the first thing I was like, we got to do Speed Racer because it bombed the box office. I don't know critics just totally misunderstood it, but I think it is just a brilliant, just because it's so different. I think that, um, it's really got all these kind of amazing visuals that you... The only thing that I can really compare it to that's... I mean, there's some animated movies that kind of do the same thing where they, they're very, very stylistic. It's not a realistic movie. It's very much just like... It looks like you're watching a live-action cartoon. The only like movie recently I can compare it to is maybe Into the Spider-Verse. The only live-action movie I can think to compare it to is Sin City, but that's just so much black and white, where this one is just completely colorful that it really works, and the acting is so sincere, even though it's just, like, this big, over-the-top plot, and it's even though it's ridiculous, you really care about all these characters, and 
The cinematography is incredible. It doesn't look like real life. It's not representational film. It's just completely, it's like an abstract film that uses all these, the storytelling is really interesting how it's, a lot of times it's non-linear, like someone will be describing something and it'll cut back and forth. Obviously, all the actors are really great. You know, Emile Hirsch kills it. Paired, Susan Sarandon and John Goodman are great. And then, of course, Fred's uh, number one girl, uh, Christina Ricci, is amazing. Her, her best performances uh, are every one she comes out in. <laughs> Even Casper? Listen, yeah, what? That was the first time. I know. At my young age, <laughs> I knew what true love was. Mm. I the only time I wish I was a ghost. <laughs> That's all I can say. So yeah. you, you bring up acting without bringing yeah. up it, the corporate yeah, there's, man. There's I would say anyone who likes Speed Racer or if you if you guys definitely if you listen to this podcast you want to watch it check check it out. Um, there's also a really good video essay I would recommend by uh, Patrick H. Willems who talks about how Speed Racer is kind of an underrated masterpiece and. How it uses color and all these interesting techniques. Um, I really say check out the video yeah. essay. For me, for me, it was definitely like you know, and then especially when you know it's based off of this anime and it's very, um, very colorful and like scheme. The color scheme is is right out of the Japanese like schoolboy anime dream. Basically, <laughs> what I I made a note of. It just it stays true to like the eighties kind of like feel of it. Of what well, was it? Sixties, right? Sixties. No, sorry, sixties. Very yeah, it does have a feel. Sorry. Yeah, the 60s kind of feel of it. it. It knew what it was, and I think that's what made it a lot more special and, and great, good for me. And, like, it's definitely a really good, like, kids movie. Because that's what it is. It is a kids movie, but it works for adults, too. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it does work for adults. And I found that it was very, it was, like you said, about the non-linear, kind of, like, going back and forth with the flashbacks to cutscenes and things and interweaving them in a, it was a pretty good way and like a break from the mold Sergio what about you oh, what do you want to talk about first that the, a lot of the aspects of the movie there's a lot of them there's a lot of moving parts to this movie mm-hmm. actually you know what it's like a car, it's like a car <laughs> but like actually you know what yeah, you know what visual if we're talking about the visuals yeah there is but Honest to God, I cannot, I, and I told you about this too when we were watching the movie, I could not help but like think in my head, these people are just in front of green screens, and in, I don't know about you, but that kind of just takes me out of the movie, when it's so like, just so, like it, I, I don't know, I mean I'll get it, it's like an art style, but it, and then I, I got a lot of throwbacks to like, like the, like the cat in a hat live action movie, it's just so, and then like, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the visuals for me, and then especially just considering it's green screen, there's not a lot of room for... Well, when you're talking about special effects, you have to first look at the special effects, which I'm glad they didn't go with like a trying to be super realistic, you know, because then down the line it would look outdated. But it's almost as if it was outdated coming out of the gate, yeah, if you know I what mean, I mean. If I can say something, I completely agree with that. Because, like, the visuals of the movie itself... No, no, no. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Okay, they put the CGI, they put the budget and the best parts they could. Like, all the racing scenes and all that stuff is great. But there's a scene in the very beginning of the movie where... um, It's a flashback where Speed's getting out of school. And then um, his older brother picks him up and he's like, Hey, can we go? You cannot tell me. When they're driving down the street, it looks like... Uh, like Nick, like a Nick in the morning. That's the only. That's, 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 that's the point. That's the point. I know. Because so what I'm trying to say is, I think they ran with it. They ran with, but no, that's just the. Weird no, because if you if you look at it in the sense of this is a regular movie, 
like a regular movie that we came up with, then you got that idea. Yeah. But the thing is, if you grew up watching the Speed Racer cartoons, mm-hmm. like I watched them. No, I did too. No. Then this movie makes complete sense because they basically made a cartoon live action. Exactly. That's why the colors are oh, yeah. the way they are. That's why the yeah. cars spin the way they do. And, and that's why it's I, 3D, I like think everything. That yeah. scene you're talking about, Alan, is something that it's like for me is a big signpost like, this is what the kind of movie is going to be. It's not going to be a realistic movie. It's going to be a movie that, like, there's a and there's that one, and then there's another one I always think of in the middle where, like, Speed's little brother and the monkey are, like, driving through the, like, factory. The factory. I don't know why and, that like, scene. I see, I love that scene because that's, it's like, everyone's kind of like, oh, and it's very intentionally just, like, there's something, and there's something in the background disconnected, and it's kind of mirroring that, like, old cartoon style. You have a background, and you have something else that's clearly drawn over it, where you have, like, just a loop going on in the background or something, and I think that's the. Because the, the thing is, in the cartoon, you see the monkey and Speed's brother do do things. Yeah. Like, they do do things for him. Yeah. And if they didn't have that little kind of weird adventure that you saw, mm. and yeah, maybe that one part where they could jump out of the trunk, there'd be almost no need for them in the movie. But they were like an integral part mm. in the TV show. But yeah, that visual style, they yeah. have, where it's very disconnected, where it's very like, they're, they're, like I remember that, I saw that scene and my roommate I was watching was like, oh, it's, this is really green screen. And like, that's the whole point. No, I know. I get that, and I understand that. Okay, where did the budget go? How much did you say it was? Uh, the budget was ninety-four million. Yeah, and it went to the race. Yeah, and how much did it make back in the box office? Oh, sorry, it was uh, the budget was one hundred twenty-four. It made yeah. back ninety-four million. World, that's worldwide. That's not even domestic. Damn. Okay. But but the whole thing, I think what he's trying to say is that there are some scenes. Don't don't get us wrong. Like what I I like it. I love the mm-hmm. movie, but. There's some times where, like, I get what you're trying to say is disconnected, but, like, it just looks very, like, you know, I, I get it's supposed to be cartoon. It just looks kind of off. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, like, the rest of the movie is amazing, but I yeah. want you to go ahead and finish. Yeah, yeah. Please. Well, I don't really know. I mean, in terms of budget-wise, that's a lot of... I, I like, I can't help but think, like, where did it go? Well, because there's, like, the whole movie so is the race, special effects. So all, no, the, the, all, the, all the special yeah. effects. Because you got to remember that when the movie came out and how much more expensive and the technology was... I mean, okay. you can't yeah. you can't compare the technology now mm. to when the movie first but came like, out. Yeah, every like, frame every is frame digitally, is digitally altered, done. Like, everything significantly. Is well, then I just... I mean, I, Cause that, it, the whole budget was basically making the cars, mm-hmm. making the making scenes, the, yeah. the racing, all the, all the stuff, the tracks, all that stuff. It, that's where all the money, the budget went. Yeah. So do you think that it withstood the test of time? I think that it's actually it, improved over time. Like People over time have come to appreciate it a lot more because it was. I think it was really ahead of its time and it still is ahead of its time. I we th- didn't get movies like that. Yeah, I think it it's, it will stand the test of time because it looks like it's yeah. source material. Like, yeah. And it's basically Look, an homage if, if you can to... Enjoy, Transformers isn't going to hold if up. If you can enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy with all the bright colors mm-hmm. and all this stuff, you, people yeah. are going to appreciate it more now. And like there's there's like a scene, they bring this up in that video I was talking about, where there's like no depth of feel. Like things in the background of movies you look blurry because you lose real cameras and stuff. Everything, like the person in front of you and the background are both crystal clear. It's not trying to look like but, reality or cameras or anything. But do you think that that can sometimes be a little bit disorientating? Because that that was def- that definitely like threw me for a loop a little bit. Me like, too. I think it, that, it, I think on first watch it is definitely disorienting because even you, for me it was the second and third watch like that. Just those scenes, like the, the just yeah. the very like nothing's going on. They're just talking. Mm-hmm. It is very like oh man, no, that's and, and, kinda, it, and it makes sense because like in the cartoon a lot of the time when he would do the spins and he would do the jumps, they kind of slowed it down. Here they didn't. Everything was done like no, no, fast. they, they still, they still, they still oh, no, but it, uh, sometimes. But yeah. I mean, for the most part, 
even though the cars are spinning around when they hit each other, I mean, they're spinning. Like, it's like they're going down a race, and they're racing, and it's racing the way it goes. And so, like, two cars hit each other, and they spin around, and they're flying. And then one car jumps over another well, car. They did, they did in the, the long-distance race. Yeah. I think that's what I liked about it is that every race has different kind of styles, yeah. so it doesn't feel repetitive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's why it can be a little jarring, because it is 3D. I mean, well, not 3D, but, like, the 3D graphics is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it can be a little jarring. I can see where... All of a sudden, like, for example, the last race is what I'm talking about, where it really is fast. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, one car hits another car, they spin around, one car explodes, one car flips over another car, and then it's just nonstop, like, move, 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 move. And I can see that when you're watching it, it can be it can be maybe a little hard on your I think what, I your, think what he, he and I are trying to say is it's not those scenes. It's, like, the, just the plain Jane scenes, mm-hmm. the scenes where they're just talking. Where Like, like I said, like, when, yeah. when him and his older brother are just driving down the street, it just looks really kind of off but the rest of the movie like you know where they put the budget mainly at you know like See, I, not... I still like those scenes though i still think that they work for i the mean style. it makes sense what you're saying but the, but thing, I, I get what you're the saying. thing it would be a little bit more jarring though is if they went from like a regular yeah a regular it... view of them walking where it's all normal mm-hmm. to all of a sudden going into exactly. the, the race you have to kind three. of keep a yeah. consistent style otherwise you, when you go into the races you're gonna you'll really whiplash. notice yeah you'll yeah. notice what happens yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, it was just like a normal street a second ago, and now, and now like, it's like craziness. Bright, yeah, super bright yeah. colors. And- Unless you play it off, like that's the beauty of the race, where it's supposed to make you all disoriented. It looks like a Hot Wheels track. I mean, that's very that's real. A, oh, yeah, that's That's the point, yeah. That's the good stuff about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I absolutely love this movie. I remember seeing it in the theater with like a bunch of friends in college, like opening weekend, and I wasn't even hyped to see it, but when I walked out, I was like, that was fucking incredible. Like, it was... I remember the theater was, like, dead. It was, like, a midnight show, and it was, like, me and my friends, and one dad and his son. I was just, like, why are more people in this movie? And I'm just... And now I think, finally, it's starting kind of come around. I have seen some other articles where it's, like, Speed Race is really underrated, and, like, even people who, like, don't like the movie are, like, I understand what it was going for, whereas, like, it kind of just got trashed by everybody when it first came out. But, I don't know. Alan, did you have any, like, specific points you wanted to make? Oh, man, there's so many. I mean, first off, like... Me and Fred grew up watching a lot of anime, so, like, for me, being able to finally see an anime up on the big screen, like, even if it was Speed Racer, like, it was still pretty badass. And the same thing happened with me where, like, a couple of friends of mine from high school, we, we, I think, I think we just graduated, so we had, like, free time, and we went, the whole theater was dead, like, there was nobody in there, it was, like, the four or five of us, and we watched it, and we just had, like, the most fun, like, that's one of my Mm -hmm. most memorable experiences watching it, but, like, just all the iconic moments, like the races, and mm-hmm. like, and then him jumping out of the car and doing the pose was like yeah, it was where he fucking, slides and he does the yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty much that, godlike. That was like that we cheered at, and then also when he like bumps into somebody and explodes, and speed just goes get that weak shit off my track. Like mm-hmm. me and my friends lost our fucking minds. Mm-hmm. No, and then I mean I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to take the best moment out of the movie yes. for all you guys. I'm very sorry, but like the moment where I was like, I mean the very first moment that I said oh shit, I love this movie mm-hmm. is when. It's Racer X and like there's another one of the opponents. It's a long one where they're on a team. Mm-hmm. They're all like it's like three people a team. Mm-hmm. They have like the Japanese guy with them, and like this one dude's like I'm gonna flip over Racer X and I'm gonna like drop a bomb or some yeah. shit. And then he flips over it and then Racer X just fucking slaps <laughs> yeah. him in the face and then he fucking crashes and I was like that's it. Yeah. And then Racer X is like yeah. 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 <laughs> such a badass. In this He's movie. a fucking amazing like, actor yeah. and I'm very 
bothered that like you don't see him as yeah because i know like a big lost fan this came around like right yeah well, yeah that was like definitely right that. at in the like middle of lost so. oh yeah lost literally like threw him into everything mm-hmm. like i didn't watch it but like i kept seeing him everywhere and i was yeah. like race rex perfect yeah i mean that fight so scene good. at night yeah shirtless good my boy jack shepherd man uh no but yeah going up going back to like yeah like classic japanese anime kind of like uh moments of like there was so many like like with the meeting of the two bad guys mm-hmm. and like there was like them going back and forth and like the you know sliding against each yeah, other kind of like very classic kind of like and yeah. then classic like you know the japanese evil evil close-up kind of thing mm-hmm. and then uh, then with the assassins scene like stand off and then uh, uh zoom in on racer x's eyes and then they start kind of thing well in, that, like in all that same vein moments. the beginning scene like the first like kind of montage where it's speed trying to break his brother's record at thunderhead mm-hmm. or he's about to break record and he doesn't end up doing it oh you mean like, you mean uh mario kart yeah <laughs> when you fight against the, the ghost <laughs> yeah exactly or uh, but it's like you get all this kind of exposition you have all these kind of like montages and flashbacks but it doesn't feel like exposition it's very mm-hmm. much showing not telling where it'll be like they're talking about like how racer x died and like it like shows it goes through like all of speed's kind of family members and then also trixie and all and speed himself and all these flashbacks the way it's kind of done is very like artistic and it kind of has like the heads of the different announcers come by. Oh, they're like turning or whatever? Yeah. That's a very anime thing, right? Yeah, it's bat. very anime. It's very like yeah. it pans to like yeah. an announcer like, Nani? And then it's yeah. like, going, yeah. yeah. Even when they were like speaking other languages, like there's a guy announcing in Japanese and German, you get the context of it. It really helps you like understand like, okay, it sets you up for this movie and like what's going to go on and what's going to happen without being like, and then five years ago, Rex Racer died. And it just does it in a really interesting, cool way that does feel very anime and makes you engaged in the movie because it keeps cutting back and forth between the race and what led up to the race and it's all relevant and it's tied together thematically. What about you, Fred? What do you got to say? Well, no, I think we pretty much said what I was going to say, you know. The, I still the movie, yeah, no, I still uh, so, Well, this is, wait, this is, okay, what? Okay, I do want to add one more thing that mm-hmm. I enjoyed about, that's like, that's one of the, one of my favorite things about this movie, like it breaks down kind of like, and it does things in different ways. Mm-hmm. And just by having literally in the middle of the whole movie, like the bad guy explaining the, his plot, his yeah. evil plot, and you're like, while it happens in the middle yeah. of the movie. Yeah, while he's explaining the plot, while it's cutting forward to that plot actually happening, it's like, there's no way that's going to happen, but you've just seen it play it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I said, that, yeah, that's a very interesting yeah. way, you know, and so, it gives them that, that change up of, like, you know, the ABC of storytelling mm-hmm. kind so of So this way. should, we should start talking about the plot now, which was, well, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Because what we've been talking about so far was mainly like the visual aspect. Kind of stylistic. So let's talk about the plot. You want to give a rundown of the plot real quick? Yeah, so the plot, like I was saying, starts out with Speed at Thunderhead and he's in his new um, Mach 6 car. He's got the, uh, it's kind of his, you know, uh, short track car. And he does really well, gets a lot of attention. So he gets noticed by Royalton Racer. It's, um, I forget the actor's name, but he's. The he Mach- has the Mach 5, but then they give him the Mach 6. No, he, he, he has the Mach 6, 6 at the beginning. It's kind of not clear, but he does have the Mach 6 at the beginning. Oh, yeah, he does get, yeah, the Mach 6 most. Well, he still he has the Mach 6 at the beginning. Then he gets he meets Royalton, and Royalton is this big kind of conglomerate. He's got all the racing people under him who are kind of like he's got this big evil corporation. You don't really know he's evil at first. It's played by the guy from V for Vendetta. English for Bells. Uh, yeah. And he comes in and he's just like, hey, Speed, he's kind of slick talking. He's like, come work for me. And Speed's like, you know, I'm kind of just work for like my independent racing family. And there you do find out that Rex Racer, his older brother, 
did kind of try to break away um, from the family and work for yeah, this evil kind of corporation earlier. It seems like Rex was like doing all, fixing all these races, and then Rex died in this long-distance race called the Casa Cristo. But anyway, kind of fast forward, and Speed thinks about it a little. He decides not to go with Royalton and kind of strike out on his own, and Royalton's like, guess what? Racing is fixed. This is what's going to happen. If you don't work for me, I'm going to pay these guys, and they're going to fuck you up because racing is all about just like the stock market. He's trying to do this. It's kind of a complicated scheme, but he does have this kind of takeover plan with this Japanese company, uh, the actor Rain and his sister. And Rain's one of the other racers. He tells him, "Yeah, what ha- is going to happen is you're going to get, you're going to crash, and we're going to make it look like it's your fault. There's going to be litigation against you." Speed says that's never going to happen, but it does. He gets the Mach Six is destroyed in this race in Fuji. Speed's like, "Okay, well we're fucked." Then their litigation comes against the family. Then the inspector detector, who the racer family knows, shows up, and he says, who they knew from the investigation for Rex's death, who works with this kind of shady racer named Racer X, who's basically a badass, we were just talking about. They go to, they're like, okay, um, basically come work for us. We're going to try and... Uncover. Uncover, yeah, what's been going on. Um, We're going to have, basically, they are going to get the information they have from Rain, who had been working for... Um, the evil corporation. He's trying to kind of rebel against them, and he apparently has some files so given to them if they help him win the Casa Crystal race because of some stock buyouts and stuff like that. It's a whole thing. So they end up going in this long distance race, the Casa Crystal speed. While his Mark Six is wrecked, he still has the long distance Mark Five. Still, they do that race, which includes the Casa Crystal, which is where his brother died. And that's the scene where they like include all the parts, like they 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 give all the parts to the Mark Five where he has like. You know, if you press F, mm-hmm. it gives you, you know, mm-hmm. you pay, pay respects, and yeah. then G gives you the, <laughs> yeah. G gives you the little plane yeah. to yeah. see ahead of time and all that Trixie's stuff. Trixie's up in the helicopter, and the, oh the yeah, which is very referenced, yeah, yeah, because well. Tracy in the yeah. cartoon has yeah. a helicopter that flies. And there's a, there's a couple cool fights. They have like a ninja fight, and then the next day, like they have like a fight down in. You the, mean the ninjas? The ninjas, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have a fight down in the kind of crevasse. Speed and and Rain and Racer X end up winning the race. They're kind of a team, and so that gets Rain into uh, he wins. So his plan works, and he's able to his dad's able to sell his company for a bunch of money. But Rain was lying; he didn't have any files. So Speed gets screwed over, and the inspector gets screwed over, and Racer X gets screwed over. But then Rain's sister shows up and's like, "Hey, since here's the tickets to the Grand Prix, which we won for winning the Casa Cristo. You can com- like compete in this and just fuck everybody's plans up because." Royalton, who's the main bad guy, has plans for him to win this and send his stocks up when he wins and because he controls the car that's in this, blah, blah, blah. So Speed's got to win this race and pretty much prove that racing with heart beats all this fixed bullshit. Mm -hmm. So he goes and does it, and the last race is fucking hype. Like, the last race... Oh, yeah, it's insane. It's it's literally a grand finale. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's, it's, It's the best race. mm -hmm. And And best graphics, too. Like, you just the whole, like, that one section of the race where it's, like, it's basically a gyroscope? Yeah. Yeah, it's of a zebra running. Yeah, the beginning. And because at the beginning, they're like, okay, speed's in this race. (coughs) Literally, anybody who takes him out, I will give a million dollars to. So everyone's just trying to fucking just take speed out of it. So he's not only trying to win... He's trying to, like, stop every other racer who's yeah. cheating. And they have illegal things that are trying to, like, hit him that you can't have in race cars. And he's just dodging and weaving out of these guys. And, oh, I should say before that, because they do, uh, they're like, okay, the Mach 6 is broken. The Mach 5 is in a long-distance car. We have no car. And they there's a montage where they 
they build this car in like 36 hours or something, which is impressive because Royalton's like machines can only build it in like you know like 30. no they they said they were gonna build it in 32 right because they he can says build it in 36. 36. Thank you. So they do a quick montage where they build the, the car. He races it and through this amazing last 20 or so minutes of the movie, wins the race, you know, proves that racing with heart wins. They figure out that Royalton is a bad guy. He ends up going to jail, but good guys win, the bad guys lose, and that's the movie. Yeah. Roger Allen is his name. Roger Allen. Thank you. Thank that you. Guy, He's a really good okay, actor. Okay, real quick, I'm going to say, that guy goes hard in this movie. He's yeah. like, he's like, like, he goes, he's like, I'll show you the real what racing is really about. And yeah. nothing, and it's all about fucking da da da. That's the real thing of Brexit now. He, he plays the classic, like, trope yeah. of Japanese trope of, like, is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? And then mm-hmm. switching, like, making that switch, like, mm-hmm. in a second. But I mean, yeah. he has that face of, like, even his smile is, like, just evil yeah. and, like, oh, dude, I'm gonna fuck this shit. Yeah. I think he plays a trope of, like, a business tycoon mm-hmm. in that uh-huh. sense of, yeah. in that sense of, I'm gonna be nice to you because mm-hmm. I need something from yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And the moment that he switches on him, He's like, no, man, you don't understand. Yeah. This is a hostile takeover now. Yep. This isn't now being friendly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get what I want because yep. I always get what I want. And you're going to give it to me. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But that oh, switch and up. One thing I forgot to mention Racer X secretly was Rex all along. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, man. He, His... he, did, he got plastic surgery to fake it out, even though he, he wasn't Matthew Fox before. He got plastic surgery to turn into Matthew Fox. I'm very torn on which one I, I like more. You mean they're like both handsome? They're both, yeah. they're both Rex. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah. don't like bias towards Matthew Fox because I lost. I don't know that, what anything else that the original Rex has been in. He's in Hard He's in Speed Racer. <laughs> True. I mean, He's in Speed technically Racer. the truth, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the plot. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much the gist of the movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's but, any way... There's... But yeah, so we've talked about the kind of visuals. What do you guys think of the kind of, like, themes about, like, you know, this evil corporation and just well, like you it's, can't it's, fight it's, against it's, it? It's a typical thing because the Speed Racer cartoons, it would be basically him against the racers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, against the races, See, against like, the rain. Yeah, I've, I've watched it as a kid, but I was too young to really remember a lot of it. I, so. I watched it young, it, but I, I also watched it later on. It, it's also like the Hanna-Barbera, like, yeah. wacky, wacky Yeah, that's exactly. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think the Hanna-Barbera probably took notes from a speed race. No, because yeah. Hanna-Barbera was garbage. No, no, this has a lot of story in, in the stuff, you know, with the family and the race. What I'm saying is, you know, if you made all every racer fight each other, kind of like the thing, it would take too long. So you had to make someone be the main villain which mm-hmm. he ends up being the mm-hmm. villain and that's how he kind of uses the racers in yeah. speed racer so it, it takes a little bit from it and kind of just mixes yeah. it around now what i hoped was just like in the in the in the animes speed racer finds out that his brother's his brother like no. he finds out eventually yeah. that racer x is his brother he he kind of like from the beginning like he, like, so he does, he he does but when he takes off the mask yeah. i was expecting him to say well i'm your brother but I'm on the secret thing that's going on. The Speed Racer finds that out. Like, oh, my yeah. brother's doing the secret thing, well, because, and I can't yeah. tell anybody. Yeah, there is that scene but, at the end where he's like... But you he, know, t- he basically that... tells him, though. He straight up tells him, I'm not your brother. Yeah. Now, that's not what I didn't expect. Yeah. I expect him to be like, well, now you know who yeah. I am, but quiet about it. But and instead, they, he goes, I'm not your brother. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, that's that, a really emotional scene yeah. where mm-hmm. he kind of goes through, like, you know, like they're like, why didn't you tell him? He's like, I can't do that to him. And, like, Matthew Fox just fucking kills it in that scene. Just That's where you see all the backstory yeah, of him facing his, facing his death and, mm-hmm. like, getting 
plastic surgery and like Matthew Fox's face just like sells it so well yeah. like with so with but, no words but like I, I, said, I, ex- I expected him just to know that honestly, that was his brother thought they were gonna, they were the, gonna do that in the sequel which obviously that's what I thought that's what I was gonna say I was hoping that there was yeah. gonna be a sequel and that's what yeah. you they were like, yeah, they were saving because they didn't want to like do too yeah. much because the movie was already doing a lot, a lot. they were like okay we'll save this for the sequel so there was a sequel plan they yeah they were they were they were probably hands on going it's gonna be a banger we're gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 we're and gonna make another one, and da, da. they so, did the Matrix. So with no. that, uh, do you want to move on to like why it, it's possible that it became underrated? Because that ties into like what my thought is. Okay. Yeah. What? So yeah. Why do you think that the that it got these bad reviews and didn't so make so in the whole scheme of the Wachowskis, where did this fall in the Matrix? I think it's better than any of the Matrix. No, movies. no, 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 no. In wow. timeline, I, mean, uh, I, I, I want to say like I think the this came out two thousand seven, two thousand eight or nine, eight, two thousand eight. Um, and which so that was after all the Matrix movies. Okay, so I it was think the first but, thing they made after the Matrix. But I think that's what played into the possibility of not it not getting as much recognition because, let's um, at least it's it's general like consensus that the last two Matrix movies weren't the weren't considered the greatest and weren't... A, a, this is news to me. Yeah, I know. Not, I'm just, I'm just right now. The I'll general, say, the general yeah. consensus... He was the one. Yeah. Of, like, them, compared to the first one, people are like, oh, these are kind of like... Well, like I think it was the, really mismarketed, too. Like, I think that, like, if you watch the trailers... It's not really clear if it's a kids movie or if it's a general action movie. And I guess, like, the movie is a lot of different things. But it's kind of marketed much more serious, mm-hmm. like a Transformers movie, than it but actually ends up being. I'm not going to lie, the poster, sorry, real quick. Mm-hmm. The poster, though, was pretty fucking high. The poster like, was right. It was just, yeah. I think it was, like, a, the tire of, like, the Mach 5, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it just said, go. I was like, perfect. Yeah. That was a good, there were some other trailers of, like, there's one where it's just, like, literally just, like, a speed racer in a car. It's not even colorful. It just looks like a regular... Any regular movie where it's just like him and then like the like racer car behind him, and that was a lot of the trailers. Like it doesn't look like this bright, colorful masterpiece. Mm. And if it does, it's kind of like really jarring. Like how you guys are talking about, like you're like, what's this? Well, just particular scenes, but go on. Look, I think this movie just came out at the wrong time. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because mm-hmm. it came out the same uh, like a month apart from the Dark Knight. Right? Well, no, no. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is like, comic book no, yeah, movies Dark weren't Knight super hot movie. yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know, with, with superheroes. I think they were banking on people knowing who Speed Racer was, but Speed Racer is 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 an old cartoon, and even though people might have seen it, it was when they were really young, yeah. and they they were banking on people know who Speed Racer is, they know what's up, and yeah, they they might know, you know, some people, but young kids that where it was maybe aiming towards to get, mm-hmm. probably didn't know who Speed Racer yeah, was. I think what they were but, trying to do was sorry to interrupt, but like, I, I, I this always happens with like comic books. I know it's like we've been watching Doom Patrol. And, like, Doom Patrol, you know, like, there's so many comic books where, like, they're kind of known, but they kind of go off into, like, the ether. I think they were, like, okay, Speed Racer's been kind of, like, not in the meat, like, not in the eye of the public. So they Mm -hmm. said, hey, we're big anime fans, the Wachowskis, because, I mean, Mm -hmm. Matrix had so much uh, anime influence. They're probably, like, let's do Speed Racer. We can do a colorful thing. Because they were on top of the world at that moment. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever the fuck they want, because... Matrix Trilogy made so much money, Warner Brothers was like, do whatever you want, fuck it. So I'm pretty sure what happened was they went to ham, but nobody knew what was going on. Because only older people knew about Speed Racer, and like you said, kids didn't know what the fuck Speed Racer was. There hasn't been another anime or anything like that, so they're probably like, fuck well, it, that's there, probably There why. was a cartoon, it was like Speed Racer, The Next Generation, yeah, but nobody does. and that one came out in 2000... Nobody watched. Yeah. That's but, what I'm saying. But, but, it, so, it came out probably... So that answer is why audiences... 
audiences hated it. Why do you think, like, or didn't go to it? Why do you think critics had such a strong... And let me read a review real fast. Mm-hmm. This is from RogerEbert.com. He didn't write the review, but um, this is the review, and it's... Here's the end of it. A speed racer is a manufactured widget, a, a packaged commodity that capitalizes on anthropomorphized cartoons of capitalist evil, which he some for reason cap, uh, capitalizes capitalist evil, in order to mm. sell itself uh, and its ancillary products. Corporate partners in the venture, including General Mills, McDonald's, Mattel, Tops, Lego, and Target, who have furnished no promotion considered for the mention in this review. Okay, so, so this guy wanted fucking toys. I so guess? like he's saying like yeah, this he's movie only existed to sell toys, toys, which I think is and like lists a bunch no. of partners, which makes no sense because this no, movie because, has no product no, placement. Because Transformers is to sell yeah. toys. That's why Hasbro puts them out. Yeah, but even the very very start too. No, but but here's the thing: like uh, toys are though toys. Every movie has toys yeah. almost. But, but why do you why do you think that the critics had the, such a negative the, the reaction? The critics had a negative this? reaction because this, like I said, this movie came out before it should have. Yeah. Right. Because in that time, they would shit on any mm-hmm. any uh, comic book type yeah. movies, any cartoon movies. Nowadays, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse comes out, and everybody, all the critics are like, yeah. "It's the best." best it movie wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. So, a lot of the times, there's um, a disconnect between critics and audiences, but this appears to have a sort of they're both they both genuinely do not like this movie. Well, I, I, think, I think there's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Well, it's like they, you, like you said, they don't, a lot of people don't know who's, what Speed Racer is. A lot of people don't, and in the advertising, the marketing, don't really know what the hell they're getting into. So they went there to go see a movie, and people who knew Speed Racer knew, I guess, that they had an idea of what they're getting into. See, I, I didn't really, and I still love the movie. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, no, no, see, it, it's... People liked the movie. Wasn't a high amount of people that liked the movie. I, it's like, like a, it seems like all the critics hated I, the movie. Yeah, critics like like I think it has a forty percent Rotten Tomatoes now. I honestly think it had like a because worse percentage before. I think it's gotten some reviews recently. Like there's this actually really interesting article. I'll link it um, below called from USA Today called 10 Years Since Speed Racer Did Deserve Its Lousy Review," and that came out you know a few months ago. And because I think a lot of people have been kind of like giving it a second look, like years later, like because yeah. it was so ahead of its time, people didn't understand it. People just saw this colorful; they just saw all these colors, and it wasn't like people want realistic film, and that's not what this is. Well, I, I don't think you can like put that on the critics because I mean they have their own credentials for what, and they you know if they go in, they're not expecting at least the bare minimum. They're not expecting a realistic movie or something like The Dark Knight. Or it, well, if I can interject in that, you know, like like I said before, critics. If it was a if it if it was a comic book movie, if it was a cartoon movie, they would they would shit all over that stuff most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying there weren't a few that came out, but a lot of the time it, it would be like a this is so unrealistic, this is whatever, this is whatever. Nowadays, a lot newer people that are critics are coming out, and they are you know more versed in the pop culture and all that stuff, so they have a different appreciation, let's say, for these movies, a, a different understanding. And I think that's what it was. There wasn't enough understanding for this movie, and that's why it came out the way it came out. Because nowadays it's probably getting better reviews because of like Harding. So the Galaxy with all its bright colors, Suicide Squad yeah. with the colors well, like that I came it's out. Way ahead of its it, it was it was just critics it, it just came didn't out. understand exactly. It. And right. nowadays you've got all these new new critics and new audiences that have watched yeah. all these pop culture comic book movies. There's a lot more people that are into anime than back in the day. Yeah, this was like the same year that Iron Man started, 2008. Yeah. So that was like the, this is like you know ten years out after having all Marvel semantic universe like yeah. kind of looked. Even though Marvel is 
a lot more grounded than Speed Racer. Yeah. I, I, it does kind of get the people ready. Um, and I want to read a tweet real fast. Um, this is from Lucas uh, Ferrer. Uh, um, don't know how to pronounce that last name. About Speed Racer, and it was from a few months back. Speed Racer is now 10 years old, and America just didn't deserve such a wholehearted, unironic, and earnest movie about a guy who drives really fast in cars. It should be on Netflix. Do yourself a favor and educate your heart and soul. Thank you. I think that perfectly captures it. So, mm-hmm. do you believe that if this movie was released today, today. would it have done yes. better? Yes. yes. Yeah. Especially, it would have made huge amounts of money. Yeah. Especially after. It. It's a cult classic yeah. for sure. Yeah. Especially after the Spider Verse. And, yeah. like, yeah. and because that kind of like a parallel where it's a wholesome story of mm-hmm. a kid and mm-hmm. like you know this whole thing of him achieving, be, yeah. achieving yeah. something yeah. and, and believing in himself yeah, Spider-Verse replicates the look of these classic comics the same way that Speed Racer replicates but the look of the anime Spider-Verse and like that's its intention but it never lost track of that with like the style and the plot well, and it wasn't never visually drawing to either because a lot of the times if you've seen Speed Racer before no that's what I'm saying if you've seen Speed Racer though if you watch the cartoons and you see the stuff they they have every hit that they need to hit in this thing about Speed Racer and all those guys. Not yeah. all at the same time, yeah. but the moves with it where where he jumps, the uh, car jumps, the blades that come out. Okay. I mean, they have those hits. The kid and the monkey that ride in the trunk, and where he pops out of the trunk, that's where the kid was in the in the cartoon. Like those. Yeah. those the thing is, funny. if you don't, yeah. if you've never seen the cartoon and you watch this, you just go, well, "Where the hell are these things coming from?" Well, maybe this they should have. Well, maybe they okay. should have had like the opening credits, like be the they old could school. Have, they could have, but like I said, it's, it's way ahead of its time. If it was but, nowadays, but, but, it probably would have. I didn't see that. it. The, I don't. I don't remember yeah. any of that from the old cartoon. I I regularly remember watching it. I don't remember any of that. I still loved it. Yeah. And so I don't think you need those things. But I think oh no, no no no! I'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm saying it would have helped. To get more of an audience, if they yeah. kind of knew what's going on, because yeah. a lot of the time yeah. you got guys that'll say, "Well, what, what's this? Yeah. I don't get it." Like when they don't like it. Yeah. But if they were a little bit more savvy in what was going on, you would see those little things. Because it's it's just like when you watch comic book movies nowadays and they play to their audience, yeah. and you'll see the maybe an original costume more, mm-hmm. like in Luke Cage, uh, when how he, he gets, comes, yeah, how he has a gold man. stuff and he yeah. looks at himself and he goes, "Oh damn, this is ugly" or something. Yeah. Like the it's only those, good part of it's Luke those, <laughs> yeah, but it's those little things that you appreciate more, right, as a comic book person? Right. Well, that's, for people that watched it, when you see those little things, you just get kind of like a little, oh, man, look, there it is. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to do it. Oh, they did it. Oh, look how they did it. And they kind of did cool. that with this movie. With, like, oh, they really like, like, with like, the they old the yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool hand. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, if, if you were a fan of it beforehand, you knew it, when you see those things, you get the same feeling that you do when you watch a Marvel movie. And you see them do that stuff mm-hmm. where you go, oh, damn, that's so cool. Or when in BVS, the only good part was when Batman and Superman came together. And, and you Martha. Saw, yes. <laughs> and you were like, I remember that from my childhood. Okay. Well, I never watched Speed Racer. And then I'm like very, very not familiar with anything with like Miles Morales and Spider-Man. But I loved Into the Spider-Verse. But something about this movie just, I, you know, it's like, it's like the whole movie, I don't really remember any I said a lot I remember saying a lot but I don't remember any of the things I said and that's kind of trippy for me you know for a movie and you know you can pick apart the whole you know the basics of it that's what a lot of the critics did you know pacing and plot and whatever you know the 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 structure and the whole like everything that needs to be said but when it just kind of when you watch it like, you can't really put it into words, but I just don't remember having that. 
I mean, I, I had fun, I, I had but a, at the expense of the film, not because the film was really... See, I had the opposite reaction. I had a really strong emotional reaction to it. Like, it really pulled me in. Like, I also was not familiar with the source material, really. But, it like, it was such an engaging story with, like, such, like, earnest, like, heartfelt characters. And I compared it to something like Transformers, which is just, like, trying to be realistic and just, like, having all these, like, grim, dark colors and just robots clashing. You can't tell what's going on. It's like Speed Racer is just like bright and beautiful and people are optimistic and it's not trying to be like, what if like robots were actually like in disguise and on Earth and this was real and Shia LaBeouf was there. It's like, this is not Earth. This is like real Earth. This is wait, not wait, wait, Shia LaBeouf was there? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf was Oh, Shia I want to re- retract my previous statements on this movie. Uh, <laughs> I thought Shia LaBeouf was a driver. I'm sorry. No, oh. but, I'm but, sa- like, no but he fucks an infomaniac. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That I, damn movie. He, he but, and his girlfriend and fucks yeah, some chicken. They're, they're not I trying to I make it like a real. Yeah. The best part I, about I, it is I, that I, it actually I don't happens. Think that's what was going on yeah, but they're not trying to make it like a real movie. They're trying mm-hmm. to make an ant like an well, animated. I'm convinced movie. with, with movies bubble. you could you could <laughs> you can make a movie about whatever you want as long as that's your intention. That's good. I don't think the movie's intention was to disorient me, or if it was, then it did a good job. Either, either way, it's still a winner. Bro, I'll yeah, I, I, I still think uh, it's oh, some underrated masterpiece. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I really want to rewatch it again yeah. when I'm talking about it. But, yeah, I mean, like like you said, I, I kind of want to see more movies nowadays like that that are just colorful mm-hmm. and optimistic. Like, like again, I keep bringing up Doom Patrol, but, like, we watched, like, the newest episode. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about it with the contrast with the Marvel shows is that it's just more colorful, more shit's going on. It doesn't try to be real. It doesn't try to be realistic. And that's what I loved about Speed Racer. I want that wacky shit. I want fucking mm-hmm. the saws coming out of the wheels. I want yeah. cars jumping over. Like, that's what I was like, what made it feel so fun. Because I was like, mm-hmm. it's a live action cartoon. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't get that all the time. You get yeah. so many movies yeah. that are trying to be as real as possible. And, and yeah, going back to like that, it was a lot. Like, it came out at the wrong time. Because now you have, besides Doom Patrol, like, Titans. Uh, the Titans, the Umbrella Academy just came out, which is basically an acid trip. Like you exactly. know, exactly. Oh yeah, it was, it's Gerard Way's acid trip. <laughs> but but yeah, like y- y- those things are more acceptable, and I think that's, that's what it's it's a wonderful thing to have happened that mm-hmm. we're allowing all these like out there kind of, but still well well written and it has a great message and things like that. Like it's now people are able to look more easily past like the wackiness and stuff and see like the actual meaning behind it the story okay. all right well uh i guess uh that's, uh, that's any yeah. final words yeah any final words guys i think we no, probably i, think, I say i say i recommend it yeah i would say that's a recommended for sure Sergio, I think you're the only one. No, I recommend it, just yeah. not for the same reasons that you guys recommend okay. it for. But yeah, uh, thanks guys for listening. Um, you can check us out We have on Facebook, Undercast Company on Facebook. We Or send us an email if you have any questions. or Instagram. Our email is just undercastcompany at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll put so, the links on yeah. the bottom mm-hmm. so you can so, yeah. Links at the bottom, hit that bell, subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. follow us, put yeah. the little yeah. notifications. Follow us on, we're on all the Spodca- uh, podcasting apps, well, iTunes. Spotify, all that good stuff. Google LinkedIn. Play. LinkedIn. <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Alan and Ariel, what are you guys doing? Uh? Alan Fred. <laughs> Alan Fred. Sorry. Uh, well, no, you can you can follow me and Alan also uh, on our on our uh, other uh, venture, uh, District Six. Uh, you can check us out there. We do a few other things. Uh, 
uh, other kind of pop culture and nerdy stuff and things like that also. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all this or six. Stuff's gonna be at the bottom. Yeah. So when you jump over there, hit that bell, subscribe, subscribe yeah. like, follow, yeah. all that jazz. And then we got uh, us two um, are at um, Nerd Incorporated on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Will be doing some, we do some more other podcasts and. And uh, you can find me um, uh, Derek Films and Podcasts on YouTube or on Instagram. I do another podcast. Uh, it's called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones. It's about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But yeah, just on Instagram and say it's Derek's photos. Uh, so D R I C K underscore photos on Instagram. So you search me up there. Uh, check out my other podcast. You like what we've done here, and uh, stay tuned, guys. Um, because we're going to come out with some other underrated movies, um, and we hope you enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks Bye. for being amazing. <laughs>